everyone, this is Leslyn Keith. I'm president of the board of directors at the Lipedema Project and director of research. Welcome to Living Well with Lipedema. Today I have an excerpt from an interview with Daisy Brackenhall. Daisy is the host of the Keto Woman podcast. In this excerpt, Gail and Daisy chat about how their keto diet has changed over the years and what they enjoy eating now. I've become much more simple in my approach. I used to be at the beginning, I was very interested in ketofying everything and um, you know, <laughs> playing around with recipes and all that kind of stuff. And whether it's just because I've got more lazy with cooking or don't have much time or whatever it is, I'm very, very simple, very basic <laughs> when it comes to my eating now. And the other thing, just I guess I've just got a bit more easygoing. I was a little bit in the keto police camp, I should think, when I first started. I was a bit militant about things, and I've become a lot more easygoing. But I guess I have steered much more towards the keeping it simple and keeping it as clean as you can as well, actually. To start with, I was all very much for playing around with all the different ingredients. And although I'm not, like I say, I don't like to wear that keto police hat. So I like people, I think people should do what they want to do and what works for them. But I think the more simple you can keep it and the more you can stick to real whole foods, the better you're going to feel, to be honest. And that's what I've found personally. You know, Daisy. Yeah, that sounds good. Go yeah, ahead. One of the questions you always ask your guests is, so what does your keto look like? You always ask that question. And, and that's what I think is, I find that so fascinating because I think it's a way of eating that has the misconception that it's very, very restrictive. There's kind of only one way or very few ways to keto. And that's not what I found at all. I found that there are so many ways and it's very much a way of eating that you can make work for you it's not a case of fitting into this restrictive diet and squeezing yourself into the box that is keto it's very much taking something and making it fit you so i very much come from it that way me i tend to eat almost the same thing every day <laughs> for breakfast anyway since certainly since i've been back in the uk i've always missed british sausages so I have bacon, sausage, and eggs for breakfast every day. I say breakfast, it's the first meal of the day, but I tend to eat two meals a day. So I usually have my breakfast round about midday, certainly late morning, earliest. And then I eat again in the evenings. And as I said before, usually very basic. It's usually some kind of protein food, a lump of meat, and some vegetables again another thing that I've really enjoyed being back in the UK in France they're very limited with the vegetables they have and they're real snobs when it comes to a lot of the vegetables that I like I really like green things like kale and you cannot find kale in France because they consider it to be animal food so you can't get it <laughs> but there's kale everywhere here so I eat things like kale and 
spring greens most days with a nice lot of butter on and some I'm not sure what's for dinner tonight I think I might have lamb chops or something and a big pile of kale so really simple if I'm in a period of time where I'm being a bit more indulgent I might have some things like some dark chocolate 85% dark chocolate and some nut butters things like that I tend to go a little bit crazy with nut butters, so <laughs> I don't always have them in the house. But very, very simple. That's it, really. I know that many of the way we've been trying to promote keto here with Lipedema Simplified is we do the same thing. It's like it needs to be simple. So we've been trying to simplify everything. We do have a bunch of bakers and chefs amongst us, and so everybody has a recipe here and there. But I too have changed my keto. It almost feels like carnivore. Like I mostly eat meat and I'll throw a vegetable if someone forces me, you know, into my pile or eggs. I find that those things are just really satisfying. I'm done eating. I'm happy. It's when I bring in the nut butters. That's the problem, like isn't that. it? You know, I like baking and things like that. I usually tend to keep things like that for when... Yeah, you know, when I've got friends around or something, right. which hasn't happened much with COVID and not necessarily knowing many people here. But I used to cook a fair amount in France for friends actually who are coming this weekend. But I would tend to keep cooking things like that for when someone was coming around. Because the other problem that I have, if I make some of these delicious dessert type foods, which I really enjoy, I overeat them. I still have a problem with those kind of foods with limiting consumption of them so I tend to keep them for special occasions or when I've got friends coming around and things like that and I'll accept that I maybe I'm going to overeat them or I have enough people to share them with me so that I can't overeat them but you know that's my approach I can't have things like that around all the time because I'll just keep picking at them yeah so there's a big difference between those who can moderate and it's not only the person who can moderate, but that it's an item that can I moderate this particular item? And there's certain things that moderation is very difficult with for the individual. And so I have to be a total abstainer from with certain things otherwise. Mm -hmm. But it, it took me a while to figure out which one of those items, because when you go into like what we call the internet keto or the food industry keto or whatever, you find it seems like, oh, well, everything's keto, you know, as long as, like you say, keto-fied, whatever. And then we don't seem to be able to be successful when we just eat what someone's told us is keto. It's when we get down and dirty with it and we discover what works for ourselves. Thank you, Daisy and Gail. This is a great conversation to have about how your keto diet can morph and change depending on your own needs and what satisfies you as time goes on. So it was great to hear how this process has gone for you both. I'd like to also give a big thank you to all of our listeners. If you haven't already subscribed to our daily flash briefings of tips, tools, and research about lipedema, you can subscribe on Apple, Spotify, Amazon Alexa, or here at this website, lipedema-simplified.org slash flash, where you'll find an archive of all of our flash briefings. 
You can now also follow Living Well with Lipedema on Amazon Music and get new episodes when they become available. Thanks for listening, and I hope you'll join us again next time for another Living Well with Lipedema Flash Briefing. Hi there, this is Catherine Sayo with a very quick and exciting announcement. Just to let you know, our three-day event, Heart to Heart, is coming up March 31st, April 1 and 2. Make sure you don't miss it. We have speakers coming from all over the world and an amazing schedule for interaction with all of the community. It's going to be spectacular. Go to lipedema-simplified.org and be sure to click the link to get more information. And we'll see you there.